Parshas Vo'ira. So there are times when we need a little punishment for us to realize that Hashem loves us. This is especially true in this week's opening to the Parsha, where Hashem uses the harsh attribute of judgment in the word Elohim, and then the merciful attribute of the word Hashem. This is also indicated in the Vayidaber and the Vayomer sequence in the same Pasuk, with Vayidaber being harsher than Vayomer. We've seen this a lot of times in the Torah. So coming off of last week's Parsha, where Moshe complains to Hashem about how Hashem hasn't rescued his people, we can better understand the subtle change in the structure of the first Pasuk in this week's Parsha. Hashem is in essence saying to Moshe that originally I decreed that there will be 400 years of slavery, but I want to reduce that. In order for me to reduce that, however, I need to make the current conditions a little bit more difficult. And we see that the workload of the Jewish slaves increase in the beginning of the Parsha. So Hashem tells Moshe, first you will see the judgment part of me, and then the mercy part of me. Indeed, this is a lesson to all. We tend to look for life to remain stable, and we don't see why a just God would make things difficult for us. However, we are told, as Reb David Feinstein's Zatzal points out on this parsha, that we say Baruch Dayan Emes for this reason. When we see seemingly bad things happening, we still owe Hashem a blessing. And this is replete throughout Chumash, which we've discussed in past Torah site classes, that the brothers wanted Yosef to avenge them for their role in his sale for the simple and same reason, that future generations would not have to suffer as much. But why do the Jews act like they are a bunch of oppositional, defiant children of God? Shouldn't they know that Hashem runs the world and pull through? Can't they just be patient? So I've written extensively on the topic of dealing with adolescents who are in that state of defiance. And nothing causes more grief to a parent than a child who is defiant and choosing a different path than the one that they envisioned for that child. However, as I stated, when asked who is my ideal population to work with, it always seems to be the teens with anger issues. There's something very tangible about their anger which makes them very amenable to therapy. Because their anger comes and goes, but there's something to it. All it takes is patience from the parents along with being careful with their words. Easier said than done. The Navi Yeshaya writes that, Odecha Hashem ki bi, Yashav apcha I'm sorry, Usinachameni. Thank you, Hashem, for being angry with me. When your anger disappears, I will be consoled. So anger comes and goes. The Gemara Brachos talks about the only time of day that Hashem is angry with us, but it disappears. I'm usually confident that anger in teens will go away with a proper perspective from both the family and the teen. All it takes is a new perspective which can only come through patience. In Parak Vav Pasuk Zayin in the parsha, Hashem gives the prescription that any competent therapist would advise parents dealing with a defiant or challenging teen. It says, "Lachain emor levnei Yisrael ani Hashem beotzei Yaschem mitachas sivlos mitzrayim." Therefore, say to the children of Israel, "I am Hashem," meaning, "I got this. I am in control, and I know what I'm doing." And I will take you out from the burdens of Egypt. And uses the word burdens or sivlos. The Teferish Shlomo, the first Rebbe of Radomsk, suggests that from this Pasuk we learn that in life 
We keep moving and we understand things in hindsight. We have to continue parenting with sometimes tough love, but the kids will eventually understand what we are doing. I rarely encounter a person that says, I'm so happy that my parents never gave us any rules and, dare I say, punishments when we were kids. In fact, I have never met such an adult. Civilos means torture or burdens. Good parents give chores or responsibilities to their children, which may feel at the time like they are burdens. But Sivlos also sounds like another Hebrew word called savlanus, or savlanut, which means patience. With time and patience, our kids will understand the reason why parents heaped responsibility on them, to the extent that the kids like Bnei Israel Mitzrayim will cry out and say, that's not fair. But maybe they'll understand at some point. And sometimes we are impatient, but as the cliche goes, good things come to those who wait. It may be painful at the time. I'd like to illustrate this with a personal story that happened with my wife's grandmother, Mrs. Rosalind Siegel. Rosalind and Chester, her husband, had been married for close to 18 years, and they still had not had a child. And they davened and davened for a child, obviously, that's what they wanted. And finally, she was able to get pregnant, and she carried the baby to full term, but unfortunately, the nurse gave her the wrong medicine, and the baby died. So, ordinarily, people would kind of give up at that point and say, I can't take this anymore. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. But Rosalind Siegel did not give up, and Chester Siegel did not give up. They continued to daven, and they had two beautiful children, and many, many grandchildren and great-grandchildren from that those two children that they did have. So we see that it's important to have patience. It might be difficult at the time. And the reason the Jewish people have been able to survive for so long is because of this savlanus, this patience. If you want children, as Abigail Van Buren once said, if you want children to keep their feet on the ground, you got to put some responsibility on their shoulders. Have a wonderful Shabbos.